Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about fixing problems uh, problems and having a bias. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, should developer teams have a bias for fixing problems with technology rather than pros process? No, I would say not. Uh, I would say that the mark of a master level programmer is an individual who has reached a point where they real they understand that uh, you are at the end of the day a person an engineer or like a uh, I'm not gonna say engineer but you are a problem solver you are a person whose primary focus should be to fix a problem in a sustainable way and some problems even those that are related to the process of uh, the, the the delivery of software they cannot be coded away it's not possible yet they still add to the overall delivery time and stability of the system. This is something that quality QA people, like the good QAs, they sort of understand that in a different way. They, or rather, I'm not saying always, because there's a lot of variations in quality of people. But uh, really good QAs usually have an understanding of that, because a, a qualitative delivery process it's not just about the code, it's also about the people doing the work. And I'll give you a very concrete example. So in a large company, you usually have a lot of different teams. And one of the main pain points that is constant in every software, software team I've ever been part of is that if you do not own your entire application, in other words, you have anything distributed whatsoever you depend on any upstream or downstream systems the number one pain point at all is almost always dependencies that the other teams are not helping out or like there's a bug which in, uh, that uh, like is in the border of what your responsibilities are you have an integration or something like that that doesn't work and now you need help from the external team and you go and ask them please can you help us with this thing and they don't reply because they don't give a shit about what ha is happening outside of their team or they don't have like people who feel committed to helping out or they are focused on other things etc etc and that is not a coding problem you cannot code away the fact that you have another system you depend on and they don't care enough to like make sure that things are working etc etc this is one of the reasons why many people hate working with integrations so what you can do in that scenario is twofold. One part is that you can create things on your side, like a solution that sort of helps you mitigate the problem of that an external system goes down or something like that. And the other, pro other only real other solution is that they, on their side, create a process or a way of behaving, like you create a, con a code of conduct where an example would be, you should have a reply like when you communicate with each other, you have an agreement, a gentleman's agreement, or like a, you can even make it like a really specific type of, like you can go all the way to SLAs, where like it's a legal thing, that you should be able to provide support within a certain time period and things like that, which is the process thing. And that's why I tell people that you, you sort of have to get away, and in the beginning when you're like a junior, you, everything is code, everything is about coding and solving problems that way, and that's great for you, 
it's sort of the problem where you know you learn how to use a hammer and now every problem is a nail but when you get a little bit further you will start to realize that some things are actually much more efficiently solved by just doing things in a slightly different way an example that if we were not just talking process now uh, I like to mention to people that probably the most underutilized uh, com complement to a development process is linters so there are some things that you simply cannot create an abstraction for that is going to work. An example would be I had the other day with my coworkers. We had a discussion about so we basically had a lot of problems with data consistency within our system where we displayed information to the users and the practice that everybody had been using is okay if there is an, it's an optional thing basically and so if the value is there we show the value but if the value is not there we show like they every single place that there was an optional they had created their own standard for how to show that this was optional some said not applicable some was like a dash the empty value placeholder values etc etc and our users were very confused because the problem was that everybody had their own way of showing that the value was not there and so what happens is that the user starts to sort of not understand why it's so inconsistent. So we said, all right, we need to make this a consistent thing. And so my team, we sort of talk about it and I ask them, how are we going to make sure that we always, always have the same representation of a missing value in an inconsistent, uh, because I mean, sometimes we always have the value and then it's, it's all good, but this is really on a case by case basis. And so the first person says, well, we'll just make sure that we all agree on how to do it. And I say, yes, we can do that. How long do you think that that's going to hold? Because the problem with just having a rule for something is that it's very easy for you to miss it or forget about it or things like that. You can absolutely build a culture around it if you want, but it's very difficult. And so... Uh, we talked about it and we agreed that yeah that's probably going to be very tricky because some values are different like sometimes there's a missing array sometimes there's like a missing string like how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with that and so I so told them let's do this let's create a lint rule in this case it's in TypeScript an ESLint rule that checks whether or not this is an optional value or otherwise if you're dealing with an optional value and if you are trying to you to do in like an or statement or like actually conditionally show some type of default value it will show you an error give you an error message and in this case it was a react uh, application and so if you're trying to render that to the screen we're going to show a lint rule saying that this is not good you should change your approach like and then it mentioned like we had we actually created a specific component that handled this that like showed like a default standard this is missing information type of thing right and that just tells you to use that thing instead of doing the thing that you're trying to do. And so by just doing that, we were able to, in a similar way to, you know, using double quotes, single quotes, all this sort of stuff, we created a custom rule that caught, that captured that problem for us. And although there's a little bit of coding related there, because you have to write the custom lint rule, basically, it is more process oriented than anything else it's static analysis basically so instead of trying to code around the fact that this is because it's not a problem that you can solve with just code you have to change the behavior of the people who are dealing with the development process in order to solve this sort of problem and so that's a, another example of where the problem is actually not something you can fix with technology or like 
code or anything like that. You have to change the behavior of people, but you can use things like automation or other sort of supporting um, methods to change the behavior or to make it more reliable, like your internal team process. So what I want you to take away from this is that uh, I don't think that uh, there should be a bias for fixing things with technology because I think that people should really think about what the problem that they are solving. You should always think about what is the simplest way for me to solve this problem in a reliable fashion and sometimes if the solution is as simple as writing some documentation, that's my favorite. If you have a lot of problems keeping track of all the things you should do before a release or when somebody starts like their first day, stuff like that, that is not a coding problem. That's just you just write down a checklist and have like a review of that checklist so that it keep, so you keep your documentation up to date. If you're dealing with other people, like where you have to collaborate with other people and so forth, it's almost impossible for you to solve that way that you can't automate away the entire rest of the company you have to come up with some behavior guidelines and this is how we do things at this company sort of thing like process related things right and automation is a great thing but as I said don't focus so much on the fact that it has to be a code solution really think about what would be a good solution to the problem and sometimes as with the linters you can use like a little bit of code to change the behavior which is the real problem and sometimes you can have a rule or like there are different ways of solving it right so in some cases technology is definitely the easiest way to solve your problem and sometimes it's a human problem and really think about which one would be the simpler way of solving your problem rather than thinking that oh I should code uh, code this problem away or yeah I'll just write documentation for this stuff and we'll just remember it because trust me guys there are more confluence pages or like documentation pages that never gets viewed more than the first time it's been written than there are probably pages on the internet have a great day